The late 1700s marked the birth of the United States of America. Fresh off the win of the American Revolution, the new nation had to figure out how to be a successful and independent country. How would the government run? Who would be in charge? Should there be a king? Many questions would be answered with time. Some questions, though, like how to pay off debt from the war, would be answered with violence and rebellion. On this episode of Hints of History, we will learn about the Whiskey Rebellion that took place in Pennsylvania during the 1790s. In January of 1791, George Washington entered his third year as President of the United States. He set many presidents as the first leader of the free world. He faced many struggles and problems as president of a new nation, one major issue being the crippling debt from the American Revolution. His Secretary of the Treasury, Alexander Hamilton, suggested a tax to help pay off said debt. This tax would be on, quote, spirits distilled within the United States, end quote, and would be on the manufacture of the product, not the sale of the product. Hamilton was a Federalist, meaning he supported more government control and authority, as opposed to anti-Federalists who did not like the idea of this tax. However, Congress approved the tax, and it became the first national internal revenue tax in U.S. history. Many people were not happy with the new tax, specifically the farmers in western Pennsylvania, who relied on whiskey as their way of life, even seeing it as a form of currency. It had become their only means of income, as it was easier to ship east to merchants than raw grain. Because the tax was on the manufacturer, and regressive, so the less they produced, the more they paid, the smaller farmers felt as if they had been targeted. Plus, the tax had to be collected as cash, which many people did not use out on the frontier. They still followed a system of bartering and trading. Many who were already barely making ends meet were now in a more difficult financial situation than ever before. Some families that were affected by the tax began to resent Washington's administration and even compared it to the tyranny of King George III. This caused many to react as the colonists had done in the Revolution only a couple decades prior. Protesters of the tax began leading demonstrations sometimes turned violent, and attacking tax collectors, even tarring and feathering some. Local militias began forming with the intention of fighting the tax. President Washington wanted to end the issue peacefully, and even came out publicly to scold the farmers who resisted the tax as it was the law of the nation. Three years after the tax was passed, the rebellion hit its boiling point in a town outside of Pittsburgh. Around 400 protesters met outside the house of a local tax collector, John Neville. Neville came outside and ended up shooting a protester as he thought his life was in danger. He ran back into his house and had his slaves secure the home. The protesters outside grew to 700 by the morning. Meanwhile, federal soldiers arrived to protect Neville and remove him from his home to take him to a safe location. The protesters agreed to let the women and children inside the home leave safely before an hour of fighting began. The federal soldiers, Neville and his men, were heavily outnumbered and ended up surrendering. Three protesters died, including James McFarlane, who was one of their commanders as well as a veteran of the American Revolution. In retaliation, the mansion was burned to the ground and the protesters marched to Pittsburgh a week later to avenge McFarlane's death. 7,000 protesters met outside of Pittsburgh and planned to attack the city, so the local government met with the rebels for peace talks while they waited for the national government to step in. George Washington was given permission by the Supreme Court to lead an army to stop the rebellion in Pennsylvania. Almost 13,000 soldiers marched to Pittsburgh under the command of Washington, 
making this the first and only time a sitting president has ever led troops to battle. Upon hearing of the soldiers coming, most protesters fled the area before the troops even arrived. In the end, no battle took place, and around 20 people were arrested and charged for their participation in the rebellion. Two were found guilty of treason, however, Washington ultimately pardoned them. Six years later, President Thomas Jefferson officially repealed the tax on whiskey. The Whiskey Rebellion marked the first real challenge to federal authority and proved to be an example of the power of the newly formed national government of the United States of America. Sources used in this episode can be found at our website, linked in the show notes.